entering the DGTC. Are you ready for a deep dive? And Jordan did most of the crap. Can't believe I said that. I've been doing this since 2008. What the fuck do I know? Drawing cans is like kryptonite. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Uh, loading up elbow logos. Yeah, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the DGDC, a united team of design professionals creatively bound to bring unique inspiration and uncommon perspectives. You can email us listener questions or topic ideas to hello at dgdcpod.com or check out our website, dgdcpod.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at dgdcpod. Plus now you can join in on the conversation. We have a Facebook group. Just pop onto our website and hit the community tab at the top. Now, on with the show. All right, guys, welcome back. It's 2021, finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made it, I guess. Celebrate. Yeah. Let's, let's show a little love for a new year here, huh? I know, I know. <laughs> I, I feel like, and, you know, of course, we're so tied to Oakley's phase in life right now. Yeah. But for six, seven-year-olds, they're just thinking a, a snap of the fingers and poof. Like the like the Avengers, like things are just going to change in twenty twenty one. Oh, oh we're officially twenty one. Yeah. So yeah, poof, we're, I feel like we're there. It's heavenly, and it's. Yeah. I feel like everybody kind of took that. I get it. Why? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, this year can't end any sooner. But then it's kind of like, did we expect anything different? You know, these first few weeks. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah I no. think we're all just feeling that desperation for like something, some semblance of normalcy. I think it's in just the form. path of getting there. So okay, now we've yeah. made it to twenty-one. Now we need to make yeah. it to the twentieth. Now we need to make it beyond that to first hundred days. Then there will yeah. always be something, right? I know. Yes. Let's just hope February comes around soon. <laughs> I know this last week's going to be a crazy one. I actually um, feel like this month's really been flying. Have you? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I think that's the weirdest. In, uh, retrospect of 2020, and I hear this from everybody. We, you could look at it two different ways. It felt like an eternity, and sometimes it felt like it was three weeks. Right. Well, very, very true. I've had this conversation a number of times too. The pandemic put it extremely slow. Everything yeah. else, it Whoa. just sped up like crazy. For the sure. Yeah. Cycle the the, the events yeah. like it was just one after another. Right. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so we we thought before we kind of catch up on each other and where everybody's at nowadays, we wanted to do something good for the beginning of this year, more of like taking inventory of what 2020, that year that just kind of changed it all, what it really did for us. What what can we mm. look at and see that, you know, hey, let's I, I'm I'm ready to even talk about some of the failures and some of the things that were like really hurdles for all of us. I'm sure you guys have the same issues. Um, so that's kind of our idea uh, for this episode. But before we get into it, what's everybody, how's the first few weeks going work-wise, you know, balancing things and stuff? What's going on with y'all? Do you want to go, Jordan? Yeah. Go. Yeah. I, you know, mine's been a little bit of a whirlwind. We've had some family stuff and I'm finding myself here in, in down in California recording on a little shitty laptop in a room. Like, it, you know, the normalcy has not returned for me. Um, but you know, like with any sort of issues or hardships, like little nuggets of silver lining comes through. And so, you know, right now we're enjoying the sun in California and with my family, like it's not all bad. I'm having a great conversation with you guys. I'm still working. I got my little makeshift office here and, uh, so like it's sort of just a continuation of 
what we've been dealing with. If anything, 2020 has like prepared me for more just shit to deal with. Yeah, so totally. I think we're getting good at that. Uh, <laughs> well, you're practicing your own resilience right now, Jordan. That's I yeah, mean, exactly. <laughs> you, you're practicing your adaptability through and through right now. So good for yeah. you. When it's something that, you know, if there's any comfort, it's always like the the fact that it's just been in company. Everyone's had to adapt through 2020 mm-hmm. and, and I think no one's been excluded from that. And though that is, you know, scary and tough, I think there is that sense of like that camaraderie collectiveness of like we've all had to shift and adapt and be affected and just kind of figure out ways to progress because that's what we do, right? You just keep moving forward and. 2020 has like if anything has brought on that like that a bit of strength and like just moving forward or like being able to like Nick and I were just talking about a little bit ago putting yourself in this like automated way to just keep finding ways to keep going you know yes Mm -hmm. yes and I think that's I think that's a strength I think that maybe is a silver lining of 2020 when we start to look back at things and you know Mm -hmm. when we don't really address like some of the hardships I think if we're looking at the positive nuggets of Again, that silver lining, it's like we're just, I think we're as a collective, I think we've gone through something. And there's something very rewarding about that. There's something very, I don't know, encouraging about that. Yeah. What, what other thing can we all say was something we, we, we went through day by day together uh, right? as much as this, right? Yeah. I can't think of one, of <laughs> no, course. No, I mean, and this, for this long and this challenging and this, you know, I, I, I think sometimes that makes me think, gosh, we are you know, maybe we are more, a little more united and this can help us get there somewhere, somewhere, Mm -hmm. uh, because we've gone through it all and only time will tell, you know, but how about you, Mikkel? What's been going on? I'm, um, I'll just be totally transparent. I'm really quite, um, down. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not feeling motivated at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of us can expect this. It takes a big, you know, kick in the rear to get rolling again post-holiday time frame. Oftentimes that yeah, does for happen. Sure. Typically, right? But I think that's factoring in with uh, other collective factors that are rolling in as well. I have really tried when I lead projects and I've got a number of supportive team members with a, a, a huge push, a huge marketing push to, you know, ensure that I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. You held yourself accountable for everything and it can be quite exhausting. It's mm-hmm. very rewarding, but it's extremely exhausting. So mm. a really, really hard confronting conversation with the CEO happened last Friday, just entering into the weekend where, you know, I have to ask for more funds. We're all like ridiculously over hours. And granted, an estimate's an estimate, but come on. At what at, at one oh, point there's a certain time, plus or minus there, right? You yeah, have to, yeah. you have to start that process. And better to communicate that sooner than later down the road. And you don't want any huge surprises. But yeah, you know, talking over each other and ugh. Yeah. Well do you find that more difficult and we were kind of talking about this a little bit ago with Nick and I where like I, you know, those, those situations where, yeah, you need to either ask for more funds or like you're starting on scope creep. Like, I just feel like that the, the whole issue of 2020 and like working with, you know, businesses, I find myself like way more nervous to have those conversations than I used to be where it's like, you know, some businesses are barely hanging on. And so, or whatever the, or even if they're not, like, I just, I feel it maybe not nervous, but at least more like, 
hesitant, which I think is not good. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of reluctance, apprehension. You don't feel sure of your arguments. Like I'm overprepared. And you know, when oftentimes you bullet item everything, you overprepare and you don't end up using it. I used everything I (laughs) I My middle name. (laughs) I was not, there's no way that I could have projected the conversation to have gone the way it did. For sure. Um, but then you, it sets you up yourself up for the next time, right? Where it's yeah. all a learning process. Yeah. And I do try to see it that way, but it starts to hit home. Like you're consumed by it. it doesn't leave your brain and 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 mostly your heart. You feel terrible. You want it to be a winning, wow-based project. You want to impress. You want to be the start of a long-term business relationship. You know all these areas. But you can only do so much, right? You have to protect your business and your people and you have to I mean it's 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 hard. It's yes. it's this this probably is an episode in and of itself, you know, to address address this stuff. And Writing I will have a lot more now to contribute <laughs> than I would have a week ago for sure. Yeah. Um and there's different takes on this. Um but but yeah, I think I think that, that would be a wonderful episode upcoming. But I, the, I'm struggling with the with the motivation. I'm just not quite there yet. You know, there's this lull also that happens between the holidays and yes. MLK and President President's Day. You know, it's all this. There's not. It's it's cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're the, we're we're all over this pandemic. We we can't really <laughs> venture out and be social enough. Yeah, and that starts to wear. Um, we had a health scare with with family last last week ourselves. Maybe not to the extent Jordan that you're experiencing, of course, but that all just starts to bundle. Ugh. Mm. It can feel like a lot. Totally, yeah. And then there's that quite depression over like you know, or just that weird shift of well, once 2021 rolls around, like things will change. But it's like I don't know. That's not uh, that mindset is hopeful and I get it, but it's like, it doesn't really deal with like the shit that we're dealing with, but no. you know, and, and, and this is where it's tough. Cause it's like, it's so easy to get dragged down in that. And I, myself, I'm like constantly living in that space, but then it through that hardship again, it's like those silver linings or those things that happened through 2020 or like, there's so much I found to learn. Like if anything, 2020 has been like a year of just unprecedented change and, adaptability and if we're looking even through like outside of personal stuff like the industry our industry has gone through insane changes i think and like the avenues that are going to open up in 2021 i think are going to be pretty if nothing else interesting uh how things are going to change i mean curious yeah like i look back in i mean do you guys remember march like March was like, okay, so we started noticing pandemic in February and things are freaking out. And then March March was like, well, okay, the economy crashed, right? We lost millions of jobs. Mm-hmm. Everything was unprecedented. You thought the world was ending. And I, you know, I remember Nick and I have a Slack group there, you know, with a few buddies and like, it was sheer panic, you know, all and myself included. Like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to lose all my clients. Like, I just need to start taking jobs. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just a terrifying time, I think, as a freelancer. Oh, yeah. But I look back now and like what happened and what transpired and it's like, you know, where initially I might have been terrified for the realm of freelancers, you know, as we progressed, it kind of became way more apparent that it was actually a better time for freelance in a weird way. Because, I mean, at least for me, though, I might have lost some of the smaller clients, you know, or like maybe they just furloughed and took a, some time off to reopen next year. Like, 
I got a lot more opportunities from maybe positions that were previously salaried. Yeah. And I think a lot more businesses ended up hiring freelance because they couldn't either one afford a salary position in that position or, or, you know, whatever it is, just to yeah. save cost. And are you guys at that point, like the new year is well behind us now we're beyond mid month. So are you getting a, a number of those nudges where hmm. what's your availability? Like we need to kick off this. We need to kick off that. Now it's time to put, to get a, a round table together yeah, and we've had the chance to review budget. We have this information for you. What are next steps? Like that's how that communication now is ringing. Totally. Yeah. I mean, oh, perfect timing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even in like, even I would say, you know, pre holiday stuff, that shift was starting to rev up. Cause I also think, again, the pandemic showed us like, well, brand matters a lot right now. Right. Oh, or like, I do God, a lot of packaging yeah. work and it's like, we learned that matters because the entire beverage market, it's like, it's all on the shelf now. There's no draft in beer. There's no, you know, it's like it, yeah. it, being present uh, uh, and, and and that sort of like brand strategy and, and packaging design has been huge, hmm. a huge bump than it used to be. You know, so I look back where I was in March, April, May, just total fear taking any client, you know, and just living in stress and angst to kind of where things started to yeah. smooth out. And just stuff changed. The industry changed. You know, I look at certain avenues, anything digital based is not going anywhere anymore. Or like, you know, finding new clients in outside spaces and video games or whatever that might be. Those little silver linings, I don't know. Like, there's some excitement, at least in like to see where things might head. Yeah. Because uh, it's been a huge disruption. Like, it's you like know, unpredictable. Like, because yeah. I was thinking back when you, when we looked at, that time. And I was the same way, dude. I, that first few days, uh, <laughs> it was a combination of shock, anxiety, fear, like everything. And I don't think I even like, I wasn't that vocal about it. It was just, um, once the first week or two kicked in and I realized we were all kind of going through this, mm -hmm. that you were like, wow, okay, maybe that's some, that's some assurance that like, it's not just me and it's not just a small amount of folks, but everyone's going to be dealing with these challenges. You know, uh, and and I think I just reacted and did and did things to, yeah. to at, at the just probably for the sake of um, making sure the anxiety didn't get too crazy because um, that's just something I never had even experienced. That was that was those were a few weird nights there where you're like, what the hell? Like yeah. I and yeah. uh, having having uh, at least our our kind of community was great. Getting to be kind of a you know keeping in touch with every student at that moment was a good was a good thing for me because it was like uh, you know rest assured we're, guys we're everything's gonna be good I would have never thought <laughs> we'd be a year I remember when some of those numbers were coming out we were like no way like at that time like you know how can we survive and so like I guess that you know one of those things was I was thinking at that point and Brad you brought up that kind of April zone was there anything at that time that you guys were maybe hoping was going to happen for that year and 2020 just, you know, put you on a complete like right left turn that was not expected. Like, like pandemic stuff aside, I assume like, or like, yeah, I mean like, honestly, like what did we have? Did you have a goal? I was trying to think of goals. I might've even had a year ago right now. <laughs> totally. And boy, was that scratched, right? Like what, what did it stop? What did it like, where did you pump the, no what, what did you pump the brakes on? You know, what, what was that hope? that you were hoping for for that year. Yeah. Well, I think like 
personally, man, we had like it was going to be me and my partner's year of traveling. Like we had, oh. <laughs> dude, we had, God. we had like tickets almost booked, and like yeah. we're preparing. Like, and I know we're not alone. I assume a lot of people are in that boat. But like, industry wise, like, yeah, I mean, it was less of like personal goals and more like we had some clients kind of building towards some really big stuff. Yeah. Uh, and some, you know, big projects lined up that all, like a lot of them fell through or a lot of them just couldn't happen. We had to postpone. So like some of that momentum, I mean, I just saw a lot of momentum around that time, totally deflate with most of my smaller, you know, clients that were, uh, pushing for some big stuff in 2020, you know, Or, or like, I don't know if I might cut this out, but like I got the opportunity to brand, rebrand outside lands for 2020 which is a very big festival and it was like maybe one of my biggest projects and clients i've ever had spent months on it and you know obviously they didn't have outside lands this year yeah (laughs) totally canceled uh but and i don't know if they they rebranded every year they find it creative to kind of help them do something every year to keep it fresh and so i don't know if they'll use the stuff next year or if it just totally is a wash but that's a huge bummer it's like oh my yeah. best project, sure. my biggest project, will probably never see the light of day. <laughs> I think Aww. you nailed it by saying it, it was that momentum, right? Everything yeah. you, were, you were building up, and let's face it, anything, anything we get, I, I, I'm not a believer in luck in any way. Like I think you got it for a reason, or any, whatever momentum we all had in a certain time was there for from the hard work and maybe your networking and everything else, right? And seeing that momentum just stop, I think was a was probably a big shock as well. I, yeah. I remember that feeling and just seeing like you re- you realize too maybe what I do is not important right now. That that was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you mean absolutely. It felt like man, especially in those first few months, like you know, do you need to start reaching out to clients? Like or like do you need to start like you know cold calling? What is it like? And then it felt like. Is it, it just felt weird. Like, Hey, I know, you know, people are dying left and right and businesses are shutting down and the world's crashing, but like, do you need a logo? And that felt, (laughs) (laughs) that's how it felt. It just felt like, man, my perspective seems wrong. Like this doesn't seem like there there has any value of right now, but ultimately it's like that soon flipped to actually it holds, I think more value, like strong branding was really what these small businesses ended up needing more than anything. Right. Like some, yeah help them figure out their market. There's no way we could have seen that. Like, I just still find that so fascinating. Totally, yeah. And it does make sense. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, for me, it was, um, you know, I always strive to stay on top of posting portfolio material that's current. I'm so freaking behind. Oh, my I God. don't even. I'm a year behind. I don't even touch my website. I don't make <laughs> content updates. I can't afford the time. It's really frustrating. Yeah. And it's and, okay. <laughs> but, and know, it's, it's okay. Like, and yeah, I always, yeah. I always, I've been thinking about Dan Styles so much and that talk that we had with him. It's like, oh, I can give myself a break. I shouldn't be on the social fucking media anyway. Like, yeah. Oh. Well, that's, that, that being all the excuse in the world. God, right? I'd it's love just, to say that. That's a defining um, differentiation Very. for me right now more than ever is I put those two hand in hand and the social updates and the website updates. And at this point, I'm like, I see them as two totally different things because you have to look and see where are you getting your, your new business or whatever. And I'm seeing it all from the website. I, I, I don't that's get the much. Goal. I, mean, that's, that's I, I don't the get dream. much. I don't get much from social media in any way. So I'm going to change mm. my priorities on that 
Interesting. 100%, right? Why not? That's because, a good read. And, and then again, th then there's this, the tainted uh, kind of toxic vibe of what social media gets. Even if you're on there 100% positive, putting your work out and, and trying mm. to you know, keep a light kind of mood, you're still exposed to so much. So like, to me, that was a, sh that was a big shift, like is changing that up and, and zeroing in on the website more yeah. than the social. That's, yeah. Sure. Well, social media in general, man. Like, Good for you, though. What a great read. Like, interesting, the things that come about mm -hmm. that enable that. Why not? Otherwise, yeah. yeah. And it's more, don't you feel, too, that's more, you, you own that house. Like, you own that. That's yours. Whereas social media being so integrated and whatever, not like there was ever anything negative about it with posting work or anything like that. But I just felt like, was it, was I putting, was I holding that too accountable to the future of, business and new clients. And yeah. I think I was. And um, what I realize now is it's just a spot for all of us. I'm, I follow and I'm followed by other designers. So what? No, it, it, it's right? an echo chamber that has this yeah. like, falsehood of like, this is where you get clients, use social media as a tactic. And yeah, like, it could happen. I get, I you know, I, I get plenty of DMs, but they're all always like, hey, I have $200 and I'd love you to brand my whatever company. It's like, yeah. that's, it's right. not. Whereas the right. website, like, oh, at least you have control. Right. You can take him from A to Z. You can make him fill out a form that has a question that they have to fill out, like, what's your budget? And here's the point. Yeah. And, and so, like, yeah, I think funneling any jobs through your website is like, God, the, the level of clients and, and your budgets are going to go way higher than yeah. through social media. Because I did the same thing. I pulled back pretty hard from social media back in, like, maybe May. It was, like, around my birthday. Just because, yeah. like, the pressures of 2020 and just, like, freaking out were, like, way too high for me. And and I just, like, I don't know. I grew tired of, like, uh, I don't want to feed the algorithm. And I was posting, you know, trying to post every day. And, like, that felt like a whole fucking other job I had to do. Yeah. It's right. exhausting. And I was doing it all it from, the, again, this falsehood of, like, well, high follower count has helped me get some jobs, kind of. But I don't know if that's actually true because it, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. if anything, yeah. I've proven that it doesn't really affected that much because i lost like i don't know i've lost like five thousand followers since may just because i don't i don't feed the algorithm and i also just don't care as much anymore mm -hmm. that's and the it, more important one but it feels so good but what's funny is like i'm mm -hmm. way more connected on social media now that i'm not focusing on like what are my hashtags are like oh i need to post on my story and i need to link here and blah 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 I just like yeah i'll post something even. i'm happy with and i'm gonna talk yeah, to good people for you. just keep it there just keep it there yeah, yeah. and and yeah nurture the the things that are positive of it and that's the connections that's the people um to me i've used it in the background more of the messaging to and from the folks that i'm talking to and it's forming great relations and good. things which i hope in the future will be very beneficial yeah. Um, they already were, uh, you know, up until when we couldn't maybe do these, you know, the, uh, seeing no Adobe Max, seeing no like crop or whatever. And what I'm hoping that this, this is keeping that seed alive. So when we do meet up, uh, there's much more great collaboration and camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, I'll keep that alive on that side. Well, you you just, know, so much good. more. You forget yeah. how fun they actually can be when you're not like trying to be exactly do like succeed. If you're not trying yeah. to succeed in it. They're, they're fun. Like, I, again, I'm just talking yeah. to people more than I ever have, you know? And yeah. Like just, so, yeah, that was like Good. a nice little silver lining is just cutting that pressure entirely. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. That's, in it. that's indicative of one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good did, example of one. Did you guys have like a particular area? I'm trying to think of one too, but that's 
was a growth moment. And I was looking up this term and it's really something that, um, it could be something that was really specific about something that happened in 2020 and it made you make a shift or a pivot, but something you kind of did not expect to be part of your year, but it kind of was, and you broke through it. It could have been a big challenge that you got through and now it's, you kind of have said goodbye, done with it, or maybe you've elevated or moved a, a, a notch up in something because of that. That, that yeah, was yours. Uh, mine was that I remember going to email a lot and just looking at the past few weeks and prior mm. to when the thing happened, I was looking, who was I talking to four weeks ago? Who was, I, who, where were those, where were conversations just starting to happen? And it was great because one, most clients at that time were either on pause or, or on full panic mode, right? So it was like the paused one, there was nothing to do, right? They were just paused. Um, we were waiting, uh, particularly in, in, you know, in the beverage area and stuff, because it was like, what the hell, right? You know, we, they were going in and out of kind of restrictions and back and forth. Then I looked at, I was there, not just the clients, but people I was talking to and doing things with. And the only thing I did that I just remember was I thought a good growth moment was really reaching out and putting that email out that was more personal than it was business related. And I did that to everybody just mm. as a, how are you? What's happening? You know, is everything okay? You know, I can't wait to talk to you, you know, when we're all, when we get through all this and everything. And I got to say, that was a good, I had two or three clients that wrote back and we were just in, in contact for about a week back and forth. And each one of them was like, look, I, I might be jumping the gun, gun here, but we've got a lot of work in the next week or two. Uh, I'm glad you reached out because man, it made me realize that we got to just grab the, grab the bull by the horns yeah, and move. Nick, and these well were, done. Right. That like, I was shocked because I was like, and it was such a good feeling. And I remember, I think I tweeted it. I just tweeted it and just said, reach out, talk to folks. Don't ask for anything. Just see how everything is. And it was a great moment for every one. And, and even the ones that didn't have work, at least they knew I checked in and I, and I'm glad like they checked in with me. It was like, you know, it's same thing. Yeah. No yeah. one's went, no one's doing any better here. And, uh, yeah. that to me was one of those moments. I'm like, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that like every quarter and just, mm -hmm. you know, go back. Cause your, your email is a great trail of, you know, the communication, at least for me, cause I'm not the most organized person with my, <laughs> you know, with my Trello, <laughs> the way, the way Mikkel, the way Mikkel kills it. And my, my cliff notes or my, I'm sorry, my field notes are, are uh, all over the place. Yeah, so dude. to me it was email and I figured what, if, let me use it as a different kind of tool and see what happens. You know, that's, that's what I would say. Good for you. Really good job. Yeah. What do you guys think? Anything come to mind that might've been a, a cool little like, whoa. I can still see that about you. I know you were spinning the night before you were formalizing the draft in your head. Yeah. I, I know you in that regard. <laughs> um, and that. That makes perfect sense. I, 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 this is terrible. This is going to sound terrible. I know I focused more so on the panicking than what can I do for some oh, resolution panicked. here? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, this is on me. I mean, for the most part, I'm, um, and this isn't comfortable, but. You know, if we have to make a decision between who stays home and who's who's going to make the, the the trip or the errand or a long a long 
something I stay back because my billable rate is higher. I have more of a probability to make the income than he does. So there's more pressure yeah. there. So all that news was like, we're, we've got a mortgage and supporting a family. What the fuck are we going to do? Oh, yeah. he, totally. That panic yeah. was real. I have to, what are things that I yeah. can weed out? We don't need Netflix right now. We don't need Amazon right now. Like just cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Like trying to really quickly fix and determine Good. those areas yeah. to, to trim. Um, but you go over, you go overboard when it's yeah. fresh, right? Yeah. And you just have to put your drink down and focus on the areas <laughs> that you don't have to freak, be in freak out mode. Yeah. About versus the versus others. Um, but fortunately, and I think I've told you guys, I do support, and this is just luck, I do support longstanding accounts that are digital first mm-hmm. to begin with. So yeah. fortunately, yeah. that's just fortunately, the hit didn't come to surface as greatly as it probably otherwise would have. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Um, I think it's incredible. I mean, there's so many different aspects to this. You know, the perks with the with the beverage um, component and how brand really has to kick in. People realized that for shelf. That's fascinating to me, Jordan. Mm-hmm. What you just pointed out earlier about that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's not that's not the digital first world. Oh sure, but there's an upper mm-hmm. hand to that scenario for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God! And then once you hear one client explain that to you, then you can kind of figure out how to place it and integrate it into other similar accounts that maybe they haven't shared this nuance with you just yet. Mm -hmm. Interesting how you can feed off of that. Oh, and the case study and the and the value you now know about branding, and if it went through this year and succeeded, like. That's a great thing you, you can put in the case study, and it's something you can kind of talk to a new client about, right? About something you did that might have been quite good, you yeah. know, in, in with all new um, kind of requirements from that branding has to do. There was a great article where they said when that first kind of wave and everybody hit the stores and things were, you know, uh, yeah, the bare paper for, a, for a, uh, yeah. even just down certain food aisles, they realized. That was a, a model to look at as to what products communicate faster with more value and more um, a bang for the buck, right? Let's say, because everyone was just grabbed, right? And the remaining stuff was the stuff that was uh, unfocused, a little bit out there with their packaging and their branding, let's call yeah. it, and just didn't have a message. And and so, like, again, what a great, like, I remember looking at that. I took a few pictures and just was like, whoa, this is, a, what a sign, like, and now I know uh, this is a new component I'm going to be adding to everything we design that's going to be, you know, customer facing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? You know, it's funny because like, like personal growth or I guess maybe even looking at like, like this life lesson of 2020. And, and it's funny because I, I, I was thinking about this, you know, just maybe four days ago, I have a new client I was sending proposal for, and they wanted me to include like just work through 2020. And so like, I actually had to go back and like find like my best little pieces. I thought that would work well for this project that I did in 2020. Uh, and it got me some serious personal reflection of, I, I had this notion of, I think I did the best work I've ever done in 2020. And I think a lot of that stems from this one sort of like, it's almost reaffirming something I already knew, but in a really strong way for me. And it, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about this a lot where it's like, 
the customer service aspect trumps skill and ability every time. And, you know, having like human connection with a strong sense of like personal process and personal values, like ultimately those roads lead to higher price ranges, leads to better clients, more enjoy enjoyable experiences. And, you know, for me, like this year seemed to require much more attentiveness towards the client than the work itself, I found. Like, Good. though my work, I think, was great, I think I just, all my experiences were like these emails, these exchanges I've had with clients, like yeah. working through, again, this collective, like we're going through shit together. Let's find a way. Let's find solutions. It was so like those, you know, I found myself pulling towards or maybe away from like things that would normally agitate me, scope creep low yeah. budgets, whatever that is, you know, like an uneducated client. And I was more inspired that some of these small businesses were fucking making it work. And some were literally putting everything they had into making it work and taking the risk of putting someone like me, you know, putting their livelihood in my hands. You know, it's like, there's not no going to be a second no chance. Like some of it's like, this is all they have. Uh, we're got to make it work. You're not going to fuck that. it up. And so like, Man, I've always had respect for that and I've always taken that seriously. But this year like really drove that home. Uh and so I guess, you know, I, I think the work itself was the best work it's I've ever done because I was way more inspired and encouraged uh than I think I ever have been. I mean, some of these clients, again, I work with a range, but a lot of them are like these small businesses and you know, finding solutions and building stuff with them and, and just like finding success in just a world of shit and torment and just <laughs> hardship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's stuff that like I was looking back on all these pieces and stuff I was including and like, it's just good work. Like, and, and, and I think through again, the, those nuggets of silver lining, cause that's what we're focusing on, at least myself for this coming year of like what worked, how it worked and like why 2020, despite it being a shit show, still had some good in it you know what i mean yeah and i found that like i sort of that rekindled that love for like man clients small businesses i really do appreciate the drive because oh, a lot of them again it's it. like small yeah. family putting everything in it and that's fucking i mean giving us that you know a little bit of the reins that's that's big it's a big mm -hmm. deal i think 2020 is the biggest deal so don't you like that that's the and I'm, I know you'll keep this is that reaffirmed focus on, on the service yeah, rather than design first, then service, whatever, because maybe it was an innate thing in all of us to, to reemphasize the customer service as we were going through last year, almost as a, like, don't let go. Like I've got yeah. you <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the, right. And maybe out of the, I know for me, it was the fear of losing. Uh, they, they could pr there'll probably be a lot more solo entrepreneur designers who were let go now looking for freelance. My competition pool has probably just grown. Sure. Uh, that's how I thought of it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that you singled that out because I think that's right. And, and, and now you take that into the new year saying like, that's a new thing you can say is under your belt, not just stellar design, but you know, it's that service thing. It's that handholding. It's just, it's so helpful to be reminded of that because, man, in, there'll be times where I'm going to go back and forth or like, it's just going to be, you know, that scope creep really bugs the shit out of me or you get a really bad client always, and like, you always, just, you, you know, that one bad client is what you focus on instead of like the yeah. 10 others you got that are great. Like, yeah. but little things like that, 
It just like, and it only came from just looking at work. It didn't have anything to do with the work. It was just the idea of like, oh, I remember building that and what we had to do. And, and I remember that client, what he was going through as we went through it personally. Mm-hmm. And like, it was a very welcomed, uh, just rekindling of like, okay, I needed yeah. a little bit of that, like mental thought put, you know, in the client relationship yeah. and customer service. Cause it's easy to get sort of jaded by some assholes or some, you know, just, I love that. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's almost too like being scrappy. It really is. That's... Having to be scrappy again a little bit. I had Dude, the scrappiness uh-huh. was, yeah. Whoa. But <laughs> I, I, I love a good challenge like that. Like, you know, that's like that. Here's $5. Here's three things. Can you make something like, you know, like, yeah. and I think that's, we, I saw that a lot with a few clients that we were like, they were just uh, completely upfront saying, look, we, we might, there were a few that I deferred payment on for almost three or four months was just like, I'm going to yeah, help same. you. We got to, let's help each other through this, you know, but doing something for the smallest amount, the quickest time with, with and hoping it gets good results or it stands out amongst all the clutter of last year. Yeah, oh, man, maybe, <laughs> maybe they weren't all successful, but I love those challenges. <laughs> Interesting. Oh yeah, same. Now you'll you'll love the normalcy again when you get to have your discovery zone and your this. I think you and I were talking about Mm -hmm. this, Jordan, like last week. Like there were a few projects that there was no discovery, there was no pitch thing. It was almost like the first thing I showed them was like, take it or leave it. You need it tomorrow. And uh, it was refreshing to kind of work under different uh, guidelines. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that. I had a situation (laughs) recently where I didn't even i I didn't even think anything of it. And afterwards, I realized, oh shit, I only just presented one option, the winning one option. I didn't present two. I didn't present three. And I, I, there had to have been a reason for it, right? But it just was subconscious. It's very interesting because typically before presentation, do you review with fresh eyes? You know, okay, how is that distinct from that? Okay, yeah. that looks good. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty different from that option. And that could, and they're gonna want to tie this with. The, I didn't have any of that. It's just, yep, this is it. Yeah. So you got a little bolder, maybe a little like I've heard a few designers say they got great experience in trying that that uh, method out by showing them very limited options because let's face it, maybe budget and timing. But I I, I got some confidence with that too a little bit because I, I was all over the place for a long time and I've zeroed down. But few of those right one one con- concept, I'm like, yeah. hey. We got to run fast. You need this like yesterday. Yep. And I found um, a newfound kind of like, ooh, this is, you know, are there multiple options that you should be presenting to some of these things? Probably not. It, it, it narrows down to one yeah, or two. Yeah, maybe not. If you are the expert yeah, exactly. here. I mean, I live in that. Like, I, I really try not to go beyond one option. Or if they know it up front, then to me, it's like, okay, we already think there's not going to be enough. Yeah you know, my skill to give you what you, what it will end up being is the right decision. And so I'll, you know, I'll do two, but it's always going to cost sure. more. Like I yeah. try to get that sweet spot with like one option. Cause you're doing all that. And man, we've had this conversation. Yeah, I know yeah. you're doing all the upfront work anyway. If, if there is a second option, it's got to be as strong, but like conceptually, they both usually got to, you know, hover around that same idea. Yeah. Yeah. What what kind of um, that's so interesting. I'm, w- I'm wondering too if you, anyone wants to share like a moment where you went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could be any. I mean, I I, I don't think it's a it within you within your practice, or do you mean just, just in, in general? general. It be... And it doesn't have to be a, a a moment in time. It could have been a for me. I feel it was more of a a few months there, but like 
you know, what do you guys, when did it get like absolutely crazy? Honestly, I think March was like the most chaotic. I think March was my worst month where I just, I literally like was fucking not sleeping and I was constantly on the news just every day, NPR in the background all day. You know, I was like, yeah. I, I thought yeah, I had healthy. COVID for a minute, which was ended up just being like stress. Like, it's just a whole shit show hmm. of stuff. And then just taking work that I hated doing, you know, I got in relationships with clients that like, I just kept working with them because I was scared of just like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, I might not get work in the next month or I don't know where things are headed. It was like a very, one is just stress and just, I think the work was not great and working with, you know, clients I didn't like or industries yeah. I didn't really understand and, you know, just no self-care, just chaos, just total, like, I just jumped into the end, the deep end of just the shit show and, and, and just fucking sank to the bottom <laughs> until, you know, things started smoothing out or I just, mm-hmm. like, you know, was able to focus on other stuff. Yeah. But that month was like a panic month a little bit. And it ended up being yeah, fine. It really Nothing was. changed. And that's when you kept hearing people say, oh, you just touched your face. Oh, yeah. oh it was like, so up. Everything even was up just in the air. on these virtual calls, you know, when we're just quarantine, self quarantining, yeah. like, oh, you just touched your face. Sh- well, and it was, like, yeah, like, it was so new to everybody, and yeah. everyone's freaking out over very right? new, very new. Everybody's freaking out over surface areas. Yeah. Someone yeah. has a beard, like I'm touching my face all the time, all the time. <laughs> and I was never more aware of it. it. Was like, yeah, exactly. People like you should stop doing oh, that. Sure. Like, well, I, oh. I know, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's something we, everyone probably learned about themselves a little bit too, right? Like, do you touch their face a lot? I, yeah. I did too, all, all the, the time, time, and I still and I still do. But like, you know, like I think for me it was. It was even later. It was probably the months around Thanksgiving and maybe even into December. Very much like what you were saying, uh, Mikkel. I got just – I was just just beat. I was down. Mm. It was like, when is this going to end? Um, it, and and I, I got lazy. I really got lazy, like to be honest with you. Like it was like mm. – and not that I didn't get anything done, but it was like – I think you mentioned it too. Self-care, just that 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 – that I lost all that drive to do the things that I felt I had built years upon that were routine. And I think it was because you were like, well, we're obviously in this for a while. And then you're like, who cares? Like, you know, like yeah. there was like, I, 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 and you kind of give yourself a, an excuse knowing everybody's in the same totally. boat and experiencing the, the, um, the impact in a, in a negative way that you yeah. are. So it was the bubble, the bubble got so, and, and it was, I felt like we we're in some just bad movie. Like it, not that, not that <laughs> yeah, March no and April didn't feel crazy too, but I think it was that comatose vibe of like, is anyone, ups- does anyone want to get out of this? Like, are we, we okay with this? And it was, I, my mental just, I was asking just way too many questions. And I think the thing was, it was very easy to do because then school ended. I got a little break with that. Clients kind of, I, I simmered down things the weeks before Christmas just on purpose. So there was some break. Hmm. And I definitely, it was a good break because it got me out of that funk. But I think we were all, I, I, everyone, and everybody I was talking to was in the same kind of zone. So again, you're just, there was this, you're um, along the ride with everybody. Was- yeah. Earlier this past weekend, I heard this really, really fascinating segment on NPR about drinking habits, mm-hmm. p- pandemic drinking habits specifically, because we've been in this long enough t- for studies to have been rendered. And the women are the ones that have been finding themselves 
in trouble by and large, drinking far more than the standard. Mm. And a lot of that stemming from women that are professionals now having to adjust and be a parent and work from the home and maintain that stature. So I got to maintain this level of pride and confidence for my family and still bring in the money. I'm going to drink like a man then too. Interesting. It fast forwarded probably culture. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I could totally see that. Me too. Interesting. Um, And women being interviewed on the segment, just remaining anonymous, but fully transparent about their habits and Mm -hmm. how we're losing track of the time of day. Yeah. Even amidst meetings from nine to five. And we're caught up in this, it feels like a minutia nest of where am I? Where where did the time go? And if I'm gonna wanna if I wanna open a bottle of wine, I deserve that bottle of wine. I'm gonna open that goddamn bottle of wine right now. And it's three. Well didn't but you know what to to their defense, to your defense, anyone that felt that way I felt like it was they were given that like media and all this other stuff was almost giving no them that kidding. like oh you Annoying. you deserve you know reward yourself and they they switched their their messaging so fast and that's where uh, part of my getting out of that funk too was cutting cable cutting everything I yeah. I can't deal with that toxic thing and yet here we are marketers you know and I'm I'm like I don't see commercials anymore great but I might lose touch right <laughs> yeah but um, even still I would say you know those kind of commercials was, that you're running it was across a, it was a permission yeah. they were I feel like they were get, entitlement and, and that's that I thought was wrong and that and I I mean it's like I get it, it they were trying to sell something but you know mhm interesting yeah I Isn't I, that- I Oh, I can't wait for more of the insight that comes out of um, behavioral changes and things like that. We all, I mean, we all are still, we're still dealing with it. So I can't imagine when it's, when some of that stuff's out there. What, what do you guys think if you, if, if and I, I'm thinking of a great one for this, if you can go back and tell yourself at the beginning of 2020, mm. any advice or anything, what would you wish you could tell yourself before going through all this? Oh, just, you know, invest in Tesla so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a silver lining for sure. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Oh, my God. I know. How about just even on the the, – I was trying to think like my thought would have been, you know, it's going to be fine. You're going to learn more than you're going to hurt, I think, is like kind of like I took everything as a learning kind of option. it, yeah. And I think it's one of those things where when someone a struggle is there or that fear is there or an anxiety is there is a is a road sign to say something ahead has to change. And and I think that was like that thing because it was the, the fear and the anxiety got to a point where it was, yeah, it was keeping me up at night and you were like worried about everything else. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and and don't, don't say, you know, don't close the door to new opportunities and new things that are um, – not the typical thing that brings you revenue. There's so many different ways we can uh, achieve and add to our bottom line that don't just come from that. There's there's mentoring. There's all these other things. There's the stuff like here we are trying to you know keep a podcast going and do all these other things. Seeing other creatives dive into all these things for the first time was really, to me, that was just super inspiring. You know, it was like. Good stuff came out of our industry. So I guess that would be my 
my thing is like, you know, buckle up, but, but, but roll down the windows. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, I and like that, it. And that could be something you even say, like, cause I look now we're recording this in, in January and, and shit is not over and there's still chaos happening just as much as there was two months ago. Right. If not more. Yeah. So like, but that is that's something to even look forward to in the sense that I remember being panicked in March, and I think I could be as panicked now had I not gone through everything. Mm-hmm. And that lesson still holds true because it will be okay. Things yeah. fucking happen, uh, and I think we're just getting better at facing them collectively. And so that that Good. advice I think rings true for even for any time, any time at all. Yeah, because uh, you could say it in March, and you could certainly say it now. And I think if you look at you know both periods, we're still dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. It just feels a little different, right? Like we haven't gone through it, we haven't finished it yet, but we've learned a shit ton. And we've got—I hate to say—we yeah. got where we've gotten used to things. Like mm-hmm. we're like I, I still like I'm my biggest craving is like a live concert. I cannot wait or the travel and the other oh, stuff. Right. God. But we've, we have, it's so weird to think we've learned to get along without it. And yeah, it's like the conversation we had with Aaron, which like what really matters. And I think what's interesting is like knowing you can take a certain things and put them on hold and it'll be okay. Like yeah. w- later down the life, that could be a thing, you know, Mikhail, what do you think? What's, what's a good lesson you would have told yourself? Oh, a huge one is, um, stock up on IPAs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny you say that. I know. Um, I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's at time. My, this is more parent ridden at times when there is a scare in the house Everybody feeds off of you. Ooh, it's amazing yeah. what children will pick up and feed off of. They sense everything. Nobody gives them enough credit for that. So I I have absolutely learned to just remain cool to the capacity that you can. Right? Don't, don't accentuate the drama. It does wow. nobody any good. The m- most importantly, yourself. It Preach. doesn't do <laughs> you any any good. And so yeah. you were talking about Jordan, I think having NPR running in the background. I was worse. The news was on in a window to my upper right corner of my iMac all the time while mm-hmm. I'm working. Yeah. I wouldn't that. turn it off. Yeah. That accentuates the problem. And it feeds into your productivity level. Like why would you do that? And you're the you're like the child absorbing all that the same way you were saying so if that toxicity and that that panic is being putting put that you put in that front of you, oh my god! We are not going to have this this news on in front of the children. No. Obtain it all right now before they get home. Absorb it all right now. Know the facts for Condense this period it. of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that that lesson that. trans transpired through like. Uh, I mean, you could say that with your client, how you address an email. I'm saying that that was wrong to have the news. No, no, no. I'm saying like how people can absorb your emotions through other ways, you know, beyond children. Like, yes, yes. If I'm yes. in a bad mood, my email is going to show. It's going to show. Totally. Or, if I'm like, or like I'm going to get way more irritated about something that wouldn't irritate me 30 minutes prior or. Yes, or after. it takes that much more energy to convey yeah. the good happy vibe positive yeah. vibe oh that's why emojis it, exist <laughs> it, 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 it helps for those. right it like shouldn't isn't it be, god yeah. 
it, it gives them a sign that, hey, this isn't bitchy. This, is, this wasn't me mad. This is like, it's a clarity thing. Cause you're right. If, the, if, if you are in that zone, it'll come through in even what you're, you're typing. It will come through. Yeah. Like, oh, God, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And it's like, I, some guy was on a podcast and talking about his morning ritual now is he does something interesting. No news, uh, no TV, no, like has the, gets the, has his ritual of coffee and does whatever, but he makes these playlists of the songs that just energize him and that he loves for years and listens to those first. Like just why throw in anything negative or toxic for those first few minutes? And it, he just claims, you know, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And, yeah. and so I got to make one of those playlists. It's going to be like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> And the Rocky theme. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. One of the things we, I found this really great blog and it was talking about a great way to do this inventory is to look back at this previous year and give yourself a grade on the following <laughs> things here. And this is, this is great too, because you can add to this, but we want you guys to do the same thing. And then we're going to have a challenge for you at the end here that we'd love you to participate with as well. But give yourself a grade on the first, this first one is finance. <laughs> the, the, what are we what are we grading the criteria on like income personal life, no like or your 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 um where your you control, allowed yourself to spend your, your control of finances like you you know did it did it you know i'd like to say i probably went from like a you know a c to a b plus because yeah i think that the urgency and the craziness um of all that made me like, wow, that was a B kick in the ass. Buck buckle down. And yeah. and and yeah, I think I went opposite. I think I went super conservative and I'm a little bit more liberal now. Okay. Yeah. With, yeah. with spending. I'm definitely way more. Well, I'm definitely more conservative. I didn't splurge at all. There's nothing to spend money on. You know, it's like fucking You're right. groceries was my like biggest. Household shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, because we, I mean, Portland, we were locked down for so long, most of the year. So like there weren't restaurants to go to yeah. or anything, you know, and like we're oh, not no. traveling. Of so course like... not. I'm furni online <laughs> furniture sales are the, my worst enemy. Oh, I, yeah. oh. <laughs> I have to be home all day tomorrow for deliveries. Yeah, might yeah. as well. <laughs> might as well make this upgrade. Might as well make this upgrade. We're not going yeah. out to dine. We're ta let's balance it in this arena. You're right, arena. and I think, but see, like that to me, I think is like you, you, you maybe looked had had more of a uh, your finger on the pulse of it more than in anything because you saw obviously where it was where it was less and where you can kind of balance or do whatever. But I think it's just one of those things too. Maybe it was a, you know, good kick in the butt to kind of look at it and say, wow, I'm, you know, that was the first thing I did that first week was just look at everything. Yeah. Like, I broke down every I single thing I pay for every month. Right? I wanted a dashboard of, of financial kind of where everything was. And that calmed me down for a sec, you know, same. it was same idea. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. good to revisit all that. How, yeah. How about your grade on organization? I, I would say pre, Pre twenty twenty, I would say like I don't know a C, like okay. okay, but also chaos. Like I, my excuse was like, well, this is my form of organization, <laughs> but it's 2020. and it's good. Uh, I know where everything is, but no one else could ever fucking discern what that's happening. Oh, but you're now, like my brother from another mother, there, dude. <laughs> but honestly, like I spent a lot of time putting in work, reorganizing my folders, my structuring. Good. I would say I'm up to like a a solid B B plus. Still avenues of like time scheduling I could organize, but yeah, Mikael, where are you at? Um, I would say I'm in the B plus range. That's good. Yeah, probably not not a lot of change. Were you always there? Yeah, I'm. Good. I'm pretty consistent with that. Um, 
And then, you know, of course, with everybody trapped at home, I grow more frustrated with my partner's lack of that organization, understanding my driver's seat um, position yeah. with that more and more. It couldn't have sh- shown more. Oh, my God. Um, which, yeah. you know, I guess a little bit of the control freak in me doesn't mind it. But for the most part, I, come on, lift a little, please. Yeah. <laughs> meet, meet me. Meet me a little bit here, right? <laughs> meet me a little bit. Yes, yes. I'd say I'm a constant C. I, I, I have really. Any, yeah, because okay. I'm like I'm like you too. Like I know where everything is. It might be a mess, but like um, I I did not. I wish if there's one thing I wish I got better at over the year because I think we all had that. There were certain things we had the opportunity to probably get better at um, just because of timing and, mm-hmm. and and availability of being home a lot more, not going and doing extracurricular things as well too, but. Yeah, I wish I got better at that. I'd still say I'm a C. In my own world, I'm an A, but I'm sure to most people. Yeah, I guess like the spectrum, like (laughs) where am I grading? Because, you know, again, someone like surprisingly Draplin's one of the most organized designers I think I know. I'm probably like, yeah, C against him. Like, yeah, it's... that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm changing my I'm changing to C minus. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about what how, what grade would you give yourself on challenging yourself this past year? You know what, man? Like I think I've definitely stepped out of my comfort zone more than I ever have with new yeah. clients, new industries, problem solving. I, I mean, I, I would say that I'm up there with a B, B or an A. Like Good. it feels like I've done more. Yeah. This has been the most challenging year, seemingly, so far. Yeah, this is a tough question because this year it feels like we've all done so much more. So I don't want to sell myself. I think I I could have pushed myself more so. In hindsight, right? Hindsight speaking. So, yes, unfortunately. I don't like admitting that, by the way. I'll go B. That's a pass. I'm going to go B. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm and stri- yeah, striving no for more, for obviously. Me. I think I skipped number three, confidence. How would you grade yourself on confidence? Uh, again, it, it's such a broad term. Like confidence on my work has never been higher. Yeah. Confidence and like, but there was a, a pretty good period where I was like, man, is this even important right now? Like, does it matter? Like that's definitely pushes it down, right? Like yeah. I went through that, but then it got reaffirmed later on that it, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it, I think it totally depends. I would say probably around the C or B. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I think it's strong, but it's also I found pretty breakable. <laughs> it takes a pandemic. But Ooh, like that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's fragile. It's like a. Yeah. It's a. Fra- yeah, Mikkel, yeah. what do you think? I'm in line with Jordan on the grade. Um, but again, that parental role really did a number mm-hmm. on me. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many times we would get questions about, are are we going to be okay? What's going to happen now? How how can it change? Even if I'm wearing a mask, is there still a chance that I can get? Good I mean, point. through the roof. Yeah. Questions, questions, questions. Yeah, I would say confidence wise, I, I, whatever it was, whatever I let's say I gave myself a B, it was a C okay. before. Okay, I think something about the year increased it. Just because, like you, we, I think we, you know, if you tr- test your foot in a new, in something new, um, it gives you that, even if you fail, it gives you some sense of confidence that you can do it. Uh, mm. There's so many different things like teaching online. I thought I was, we were just going to bomb. And that just turned into like such a silver lining. So I'm like, confidence, cool. We could do it again. 
can't wait for the real deal, but like because it can be so telling. Yeah, and and then already just it's a challenging thing alone, you know, with anxiety and uh, the imposter syndrome that we all have and students have, you know, whatever. So there's certain things that I think virtually gave us a chance to be better because we were doing more of this than more of just maybe phone or yes. or email. So if anyone, I hope I hope everyone's confidence kind of goes up a little bit because of what you had to exp- what you had to do, you know. Um, the last one is a, is a is a interesting what self care. Yeah. How would you have grade yourself in 2020? <laughs> uh I don't think this would be like a fridge worthy grade probably on my part. <laughs> fridge worthy. I, like, I don't think mom's going to put in the fridge. I don't know. I, I mean, no, I I was a stress case for probably a lot of the year and it was Ooh, I think yeah. a big part of it was due to just like not being able to pull away from the fucking shit. Yes. Uh and so I got to deem it like I, I probably like a D, maybe maybe a C minus. You know what I mean? I but am right there with you, dude. Not for- not great. Do like, you guys feel that you've gained weight throughout the pandemic? I didn't Me. gain weight. I lost the momentum of what I was doing prior, and then yeah. I got to a part where like, who yeah. who cares? Like, yeah. again, it was that uh, what's important right now, and and then yeah. plus everything was closed and all these other things. So, uh, but even diet even like uh, you know all that stuff was just more like well fuck it i could just have pizza instead uh-huh. of making my <laughs> really healthy meal so yeah. you're like yeah i i the last oh man and then you got you had halloween thanksgiving and christmas at the end of that year so my my grade was d but as of like uh christmas day i just said 180 do mm-hmm. and you yeah, gotta and you get got your ergo stool you got yes love it that's the best um, but you got, I'm telling you, you, it, the frame of mind difference, uh, and the confidence mm-hmm. difference and all those things, just by starting to take care of yourself a little bit more, man, I, I that was the best shift because I, I just, who, we were all in that zone again, everyone else can't do it. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a, that was a, that was a tough one, but I figured don't do the, I, I hate the new year's resolutions things. Not going to do it January first, and I got. I tried to do it. I was yeah. like, "Do it right before Christmas, and you should probably be yeah. good." Right? Um, yeah, That's perfect. A good idea. So the the last thing we want to do is kind of talk a little bit about this other kind of theory that we saw that a great way to kick off the year, something cool to do, mm. is to pick a power word for the year, something that you. It's like an ultimate goal. It's something you're striving for. Maybe it's just a call to action to remind yourself when we do get hit with another, you know, like something that kind of frustration or, or some kind of hurdle. How do you get yourself over it? Some kind of a mantra. Um, and when I was looking at this thing, I thought that was a great way to do it because I typically do that in my class. I give my students like one, a one word theme for that semester. I'm like, strive for this and you can't lose. Like that's kind of like the thought. What do you guys think? Anything come to mind? Some examples, like you're being, you want to be more fearless, more balanced, more intentional, more proactive, uh, mm. you name it. Yeah. Anything come to mind after our conversation? I mean, for me, I've been struggling with this. The same thing, even 2020 outside, is just like, it. it I, balance is a good word, but I might even say like focus because it's so easy I can get locked up into like just taking on too much work or you know what i mean like there just there always feels like there's yeah. that uncertainty and 2020 definitely you know elevated it to like i got to keep on working because yes. freelance is scary yes. and people rely on me and exactly but like 2020 also showed me like okay 
the work's going to be there. And it's always been hard for me to pull away from that and just like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to clock out at 3 p.m. today and we're going to go to the beach and hang out. Like, good. That kind of shit, you know, unless it's the weekend, I really just don't mm-hmm. do enough. And I think I end up just taking on too much work. And it's a constant stride. I've, it's happened to me for years, pretty much since I've gone freelance. I just always am working too much. And I think that's not an anomaly. I think all creatives kind of feel that. And I think especially freelancers. Yep. Yeah. So for me, it's like it's either like focus, like for me, maybe boundaries for myself, Ooh, from clients, you know boundaries what I mean? Good, from yeah. people trying to reach out on weekends for work or needing stuff expedited. You know, I just think trying to structure those boundaries. Good. What do you got, Mikkel? Anything stand out? Oh, I'm really not trying to be cheesy with this, but mine yeah. is love because love can be um, an act and love can be um, in, the, in the form of a, a subject matter. And I definitely, when I get stressed and discombobulated, I dis- separate yeah. myself. I get into a little mm. bit of a cave and that doesn't help anybody in the home, does it? So yeah. I'm working with that big time. And I think it's also a good chance to reflect on this amazing silver lining. Speaking of silver linings, that term has been used through and through throughout this episode. How amazing is it to be able to tackle um, the ins and outs throughout this past year of our businesses because we love what we do. If the passion were not there, we we wouldn't have stressed so much over how to uh, the workarounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. to fight because you love what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. I'm going to say, I'm trying to think of a better word, but the even keel. Like, I think not to go mm. so, ex- like you were saying, I think you said something earlier, Mikkel, about like being quick to, to I, I'm a knee jerk reaction kind of person. Like, it's mm, just reactionary. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And I'm like, and one thing I've learned is that, wow, like, just be even keel, be calm, be agile. Like, don't let something uh, don't carry on to someone else's spike um, so automatically or dump too, right? Uh, positive or negative. And just to kind of just to think, stop for a second and think about it. Like, you know, and, and don't react because I'm that I think we've talked about those times like with client relations, like write the email you want to do in like Word, delete it, go to bed, Always. and then write the real email, right? Like Yep. Not that I do that a lot, but I'm just saying like that's a perfect example of like don't just um, – I think obviously because that was just a, a condition that we I think we were all feeling over the first few months of last year was you're watching these things and you're, you're going, oh, this guy said this. This one someone's sitting here and then you're yeah. just – and you're like everything – like if you just look at your, 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 your world and that – your surroundings and everything, is everything okay? Great. Okay. Now calm See, that's down and so, look at it. That's such a good point. Like Love it. Or like for me, it's client feedback. Like I have started, I need to take, I don't know, sometimes a day to process what they processed. Yeah. Because immediately if it's like bad mm. feedback or it's going direction I don't believe in or like I'm always like quick to like, oh, let me just fucking explain everything, why this works and how their idea is wrong or yeah. like how just I'm agitated. But taking a little time and like reading it again when I'm like less, you know, maybe annoyed by it definitely <laughs> helps. Totally different email. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I, or look at it differently. I think that was the, the hard part. Like uh, someone had said like, you know, yeah. don't critique the person, critique the work. And yeah. maybe that's the same thing. Don't critique uh, the, the, the client, re- the, the client re- critique his, 
his or hers re- rebuttal or whatever. It's not them. It's yep. what, where did I go wrong and kind of like where they didn't understand or had to kind of give these kind of, you know, revisions. So yeah, I, I get you on that one too, man. That's a good one. Um, some of our listeners had reached out and it was really kind of cool. I asked them like, what one thing are you going to do better at? Are you going to try to screen, you know, like just to uh, achieve something better on. And first one came from, uh, this is Casio and he goes by Duvio studio. He was saying he's responding uh, by making sure his writing of case studies is better. And I think, mm. oh, Me I too, think, man. I feel you <laughs> on that too. one, dude. I've wow. been tackling that, and it's the hardest thing because you wow. feel like you're writing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Oh, and other places like I always, I love following big studios to see uh, how they write theirs, and and you know, ch- ch- take some inspiration from. But sure. that's a goal for yep. sure. Same. I love that one. Um, yeah. This one came from uh, Brent Scrath. I'm so bad at these last names. Uh, he wanted this. He had a great line just saying, do when others don't. And I think last year was a perfect example. Right? Like, yep. Oh, love that. I think one thing was to take advantage of some situations. If others were not going to do it, like, you know, go for it. Or yeah. that works in every different, every different way there, yeah. which was great. Uh, and the last one came from Dominic McLeod. He goes by Dom Fish. He's got some incredible work on his Instagram. Definitely check out Dom Fish with two H's. Uh, he said, valuing, valuing your work and skill okay. level for what it truly is and pricing your work and skills correctly. Hmm. Good yep. perspective, right? So good. I love that stuff. Uh, our other buddy, uh, Ryan Wheaton, had wrote in and he kind of told us too, he's really learning the fact that everything got virtual uh, and he does a lot with print. He was saying that he's really going to up his game when it comes to the print um, um, uh, uh, proofs and making sure that the client looks at this and understands it's just a proof and he's going to do better in explaining. So even if it's just digital, um, that color variation and all those things to make sure their expectations match more what they see. Yep. And then he's going to just insist on if it has to be in person, that's just one of those things, even with the challenges ahead, uh, if they're local, to make sure it's an in-person one as well. So uh, some of those conveniences, uh, obviously, like virtual and things like that, have made some parts of our business quite harder, you know? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> We again, you just you look at the cans shortage yeah. and beer, and 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 I mean, it's been it's been crazy. The oh. industry is doing some oh, good yeah. stuff. I have some bottles over there. You could probably see that yellow one that we've been trying to match a PMS for like three months, and yeah. six vendors later, they finally got it. It's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, it's it's tough to do a lot of this stuff virtually, right? But um, yeah, wow, yeah, but good things came out of it too, and and I will be talking about that in some future episodes as well, but. I think we got it all covered. We'd love to know what your power word is. So yeah, if you good. guys have something that you want to kind of de- yeah, dedicate this year to, uh, make a graphic. Put it up on social. Tag us. We'll do, we'll do it as well. We'll put it on our feed. Um, we can even do hashtag DGDC power word if you want to include that. That will help us out a lot. But um, you guys did such cool stuff on the type challenge, so we're going to give you another one. Um, and, uh, maybe also to it, we'll make it a little bit more accountable to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. Anything, any last words, any, any goals you're going to, that are non-negotiable for this year? What, what do we end with? I mean this, I mean, I, I guess for me, it's don't give up. 
we're, now we've lived through this, all of us, at different industry n- niches. Yeah. And some of us just not having a, a, a niche and maybe now have learned what it is throughout yeah. this past year. Fabulous. Take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. I mean, it's not to say that, you know, we're going to s- celebrate necessarily, but just make sure to notice. That. Those little, those little celebrations, those little achievements. Yeah. It's so it's important. Cool. Jordan. I think for me, maybe less profound, but I think everyone should take that trip and everyone has that trip that they want to go on. And they mm. always talk about, I'm going to travel Ireland or go to Scotland. Like 2021, when things start to roll over and get a little back to normalcy, like for me, that's non-negotiable. I'm, I'm taking the trip. Yeah. I'm going to go on. I'm going to take the break. I'm going to fucking enjoy everything about it. I'm not even going to bring, I might not even bring a laptop. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like oh. I'm going to take it. I know, dude. Yeah, I'm, I, I think the same, man. I, I, I'd say my parting words would be like the, the, the community, the folks that we we know, um, our listeners, everybody. Like to me, it was just wonderful to see what came out of the fact when everybody was just you know going stir crazy. People found unique and interesting ways to kind of stay connected, to to add to the community, to enhance it. Um, we have we have so much stuff that I feel like we wouldn't have if we didn't go through this and we're stuck at home and creative minds going crazy, just trying to think of something great and new to do. And, and yeah. I want to thank those folks. Cause I, I love like great, just content and good stuff and seeing amazing work come out of what's happening. Um, people challenging themselves more than ever. So it was, it was some good silver lining there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, put. <clears throat> well good talking everybody. Wow. That was our first one for the new year. Feels good. I'm excited. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That, that feels yeah. good. Yeah. So get we, that. we'll be putting this out as soon as possible, but also two guys, again, we're opening it up to you guys. If there's anything we're missing, if there's anything else you'd love to see us cover, uh, something new, some, some hurdles or, or things that you guys have kind of gone through, send us an episode idea. We'd love to tackle it as well. Mm. We got a lot on our list. But for sure, would love to hear what you guys uh, want to um, include. So with that, we'll see you guys soon. Good luck with everything. Bye. Happy New Year.